nothing for the record and nothing to condemn Mr. Nelson Welcome to Press Track by Track, I'm host Dan, and today we'll be talking about X's Face from Hit and Run Phase 1. Recorded summer 2014 at Paisley Park and released uh, as a download to people who bought tickets to a concert, I think, through Live Nation uh, on the 14th and 15th of March uh, as part of like an email that was sent to people uh, along with the track What If?, um, the track had been played the night before on a New York City radio station, 90.7 WFUV. Um, and six months before that, it had actually been streamed as part of a Yahoo Live album release party for Artificial Age and mm. Plectrum Electrum. Um, apparently, <laughs> Josh Welton uh, had his like MacBook and he basically streamed it from there uh, at Paisley Park. Uh, but obviously, you know, that like was only heard by people in the room so i don't know that right. it really counts uh but yeah i don't know it's such a weird kind of odd history of this song kind of getting kind of releases and then released again and then released again before inevitably it found its way onto hit and run phase one on the track it is just prince and joshua welton as it is for a lot of songs on this particular album and it is two minutes 40 uh, although if you have the CD, it kind of runs into the next song and so you kind of lose a couple of seconds of overlap. Uh, joining me to talk about today is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Now, uh, I don't know, like in terms of the genre, I guess it is kind of like this, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know, I want to say SoundCloud rap. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, it was kind of as close to modern uh r&b or to an extent modern hip-hop and i guess soundcloud rap as prince had ever gotten uh since um i i guess like since he was making more music in the in the in the uh teens uh and then late odds he always kind of seemed a little bit of a step behind in that regard but this seemed like the most current music that he had really made in a while but yeah like soundcloud rap kind of weird um weird loops and weird synthesizers in it yeah which i mean the weird thing is of course is you know if you if you talk about like what the minneapolis sound was uh, aside from being the title of an album that prince put out it was also this idea of kind of mixing electronic and rock together i feel would be like the easiest way right. to sum it up um you know so if you think of the stuff from like controversy and dirty mind you have uh you know the kind of the the rock kind of guitar kind of uh the kind of choppy guitar chords against the kind of like lynn drum machine and synths um you know particularly if you think of the title track of dirty mind like that's probably the kind of quintessential uh mpls sound you know kind of song um and then you know uh kind of prince uh, once he'd done Purple Rain, he basically backed off from drum machines quite quickly and and went in a very mm. different direction. Uh, and, you know, he didn't, like, I mean, aside from, like, the programming that's at the, at the start of, um, you know, Sign of the Times, uh, the title track, um, you know, that's kind of like the last real time that he was kind of using, you know, um, the, the Lynn kind of prominently telling, of course, mm-hmm. that, you know, he had no band with him at that time. So, you know, it was a lot of just Prince by himself. Uh, and inevitably, once he's by himself, you know, his songs were built around, you know, drum machines. Um, you know, even something like the Ballad of Dorothy Parker has like a, a kind of drum machine in there. 
uh, and, oh, yeah. and then and then you know obviously Prince didn't really use drum machines again you know uh, I guess the closest thing that we had to him uh, you know kind of going back towards those kind of dance routes was something like Bat Dance where he had like the you know what at the time was you know fairly kind of prominent which is this idea of taking you know samples and kind of mixing them against each other uh, obviously in his case mm. he was taking samples from the film Batman and <laughs> putting them into a song whereas you know most rappers of the time would take samples of like you know 70s songs and they would kind of you know slow them down or speed them up um, or in the case of stuff like you know uh, Magic Number by Della Soul you know like kind of use the kind of basic you know, kind of a riff of a song and then build something on top of that with like, you know, yeah, different beats. I think the drum beat there is, uh, the, cr- uh, the crunch from, uh, or the grunt. Yeah. That Led Zeppelin funk song, that weird Led Zeppelin funk song. Yeah. Uh, so the actual drum beat. Yeah. So taking kind of like beats and putting them together was, you know, obviously something that, you know, was how kind of, uh, you know, the early roots of rap kind of began. Um, and then, you know, in recent years, there has been this thing of like, uh, you know, th- like we say, the so-called SoundCloud rappers, uh, all of them with the word Lil at the front of their names. Um, and here, you know, Joshua Welton, I, you know, I, I guess he probably had an idea of, of what that was. Um, you know, his kind of production on these tracks and, you know, around this time is seen as something a little controversial. I think more on Artificial Age mm. than Hit and Run Phase 1 because Hit and Run Phase 1 is just basically a series of different songs that Prince had put out that were collected together. So there's maybe just a little bit less of his producing influence, whereas Artificial Age was clearly like an album that Prince had, you know, Joshua Wall to come in and share producing duties on. Um, right. So I, you know, it feels like obviously Joshua Welton is like, "How about this, Prince?" And he gives him this kind of loop and a few kind of weird beats, and then Prince just kind of sings this song over the top of it. Um, mm. And uh, I don't know. I like. I, I think I think that Joshua Welton amongst Prince fans gets a little bit of a bad rap because you know I I, I feel like some people feel like he came in and you know ruined something, whereas I think mm. you know Prince was the one who invited him in. You know, Prince was the one who right. was like come and you know who obviously heard him and you know had kind of you know uh creatively kind he, of he saw something there yeah he, he he obviously had a vibe with him and he was like you know this is the first time basically since his debut album that he had someone come in and get a co-producing credit uh other than the times when it was credited as you know prince you know p- performed arranged produced and composed by you know prince and the revolution or prince and new power generation this is the first time where like a solo person is getting a producing credit along with prince um, and he's mm. kind of seen as his equal. And I think tracks like this, you probably would never have got if you didn't have that influence. Um, right. And I don't know, like, I I kind of mean, I, I, I like when Prince kind of experiments and tries different things. You know, that's how we end up with, you know, stuff like Camille. Um, you know, that's that's how you kind of end up with like an album like The Truth. Uh, you know, uh, or, or I think most recently, you know, that's how you end up with an album like 2010. is just Prince being like, you know, I mean, in the case of 2010, it sounds like he sat down and was like, can I do an entire album in a weekend and have it all roughly sound the same? <laughs> and, hmm. you know, on that, there's a few kind of interesting diversions. And I would say the same is true as well of, um, you know, of some of the stuff on Artificial Age as well. You know, like Prince, you know, was always one to kind of, you know, we've talked about this many times. He was very kind of restless and his attention would always switch. The fact that, you yeah. know, there's a website now that is like a, a museum of all his different websites <laughs> and... You know, uh, that's only kind of stuff from like the last 15, 20 years. It shows how quickly he kind of went through different websites. And, you know, each new idea would have to have like a brand new website that would would be completely designed from the ground up. 
And I think that restlessness, uh, you know, sometimes would kind of get itself di directed in the wrong places, uh, you know, like maybe opening up like an MPG shop in Camden for some reason. Uh, but occasionally, you know, it would push him in some interesting musical directions. And I think this is kind of this is an interesting melding of, you know, uh, this kind of like modern beat, uh, you know, probably something that Prince would never have done along with Prince's no, voice. Yeah, you know. yeah I, 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 I don't know if it was just like his reaction to what was happening at the time, but he always kind of seemed to be stepping away and differentiating himself from like what was popular, like what I was talking about earlier. So I don't think he would probably come to this sound. I don't, I don't know if he would come to this sound like himself because listening to it, it does kind of fit. Like he does make it work, but I don't think he would think, Oh, I can make this work if I just create it. If he had done this a couple of years earlier without Joshua Welton, maybe it would have ended up with that kind of 2010 sound of like the kind of heavy synthesizers with the kind of natural drum sound uh, instead of these kind of loops that are underneath here. Um, you know, and I also I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it doesn't it like, you know, this kind of the the X's face, which is what it was apparently originally known as, you know, but obviously on the album it's credited just as X's face. Um, like mm. the kind of story that goes on in the first kind of four stanzas, because it's not really a chorus. It's just the ex's face is, is, right. is the chorus. Um, you know, this kind of a few months ago, or maybe it was years. It was a heartbreak and so many tears. How's she going to make it out here on her own? A body like that should never be alone. I mean, Prince at this point is gradually getting closer to 60 and he's talking about a body like that. But I, I, yeah. I guess he has the charm to pull it off. So, uh, Oh, absolutely. You know. Yeah, it did kind of uh, bring back a bit of uh, Little Red Corvette. Yeah, yeah, that's that's and also this, you know, a kiss on the stairway, another another man's embrace. Uh, how was she in the know? Just what was taking place? Uh, too busy with the jugular and how it tastes, which I, is a nice way of saying neck. But I, I just love that he puts jugular in there. Yeah, that, uh, that was a kind of a weird way of putting it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> to remember what she saw in the ex's face. Now, I like obviously Prince uh, with the album Expectation. He had dropped the E from the front of all the words that were on Expectation, including obviously the title track. So I don't know here. Is he doing that again? Is he like the ex's face? Is is it meant to be like the you know the person's ex? That's what that feels like. What he's trying to say, but obviously it does. Because yeah. trying to look it up, I I was just really confused. Why? Like I thought um, uh, uh, I was gonna say Rorschach. I honestly have never read or seen Watchmen, so I don't even think that's the right one. I don't know why I thought of him when I think of X, his face. I don't know. I thought it was like a like when I'm looking it up, it felt like a supervillain thing. I'm like, you know, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess maybe something to do with like the X Men or something, but um, maybe yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's it's just it's a weird way of putting it because obviously just dropping the E makes it seem like something else because you know obviously on the previous yeah. album there's there's you know a thousand hugs and kisses which is expressed as a thousand x's and o's so you don't know if he's trying to you know x's in the same way but he he says x's face so you know i'm i'm guessing i don't know is prince the x that's the question that i'm kind of you know like it, it seems it like he doesn't seem like it's him it yeah. definitely seems like it's somebody else yeah this is the thing it's like you know uh, long time ago, or maybe it was yesterday, you and I in chariots on our way. Once again, Prince using, you know, using chariots to refer to cars. Um, mm. Proper celebration for what we've learned, but every battle won, there are scars and burns. For every broken heart, 
uh, does another will mend. Uh, who needs enemies when you got friends? Which I think is a wonderful line. Um, oh, know. I do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's uh, I, I know. I, like instead of Prince, you know, degrading himself and using the word frenemies in any in any way, he just you know kind of spells it out there. Uh, for every open door, there's something in the way. Last time we checked, it was the ex's face. So like. Um, okay, like, what, what, like, is someone blown up like a gigantic poster of this person's ex and they've put it in this doorway? I don't, I don't know what that is, but, mm. uh, yeah, so, like, that, that story seems to be about, you know, Prince commenting on this person and, you know, how is she going to make it without this person she was previously with, um, you know, tasting some jugular, um, you know, some, some scars and burns, of course, uh, apparently she's had some frenemies around her. Uh, now, all of that is quite interesting, but it feels kind of like, a, a you know, a bit of a rote Prince song in terms of like, we've heard this before. Prince has expressed this, yeah. this, these thoughts before. Uh, like you say, you know, it kind of calls back a little bit to like Little Red Corvette where, you know, Prince is looking at, you know, a body and thinking about it, you know, like kind of objectifying a woman in that way. Um, and then we get what I'm going to say is probably, I don't know, the part of the song that I don't feel I can uh, read the lyrics out in my deadpan manner that I normally do. Uh, because it feels like do Prince... Want, do you want me to read that? Well, yeah, or? it feels like Prince takes this in such a completely different direction where it's like, um, okay, Prince, like, I, I, I don't know. He, he he says everybody know about the ex's face before he goes into this kind of... I guess it's kind of semi-spoken word kind of thing, isn't it, where um, yeah. later on he also... I don't know. There's a racial element to it that I just makes me a little uncomfortable to be the person saying the words. You know, yeah, sure. Um, so if you want to, you, you know, let us know what those lyrics are. are you, okay. Um, black don't crack, bass don't bait. Go and take that banana, then go back, get back in your cage. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can definitely see... Like, I know, like, the history of using you know, monkey and ape in that kind of way, uh, especially like referring to people of color. But at the same time, there's always a part of me that just thinks it's kind of a, uh, uh, a dig at the music industry. So I think about how turning uh, a performer or an artist into uh, um, just a performing, uh, performing animal. So that's where my mind went to it, which is completely out of the way of where the rest of the song was or where the rest of the song kind of goes yeah i I mean he then also he then does obviously you didn't read the next line which is you know oh oh lord and then he does like uh kind of yeah he does a monkey monkey kind of impression yeah to kind of make it clear exactly what he's he's saying um and then there's the whole thing of you know go and take that banana banana. uh, and the kind of in between just the, the kind of the repetition of the x's face um, and I, I do kind of like where he's like, get it. I said you could have it, which is like, mm. you know, thank you very much, Prince, for allowing us to have a banana. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, you know, I would think, you know, Black Don't Crack, I, I feel is like, a you know, a compliment uh, the Prince is maybe oh, yeah. giving yeah. to himself, you know, about how young he looks. And, you know, if you see performances of him around this time, you know, particular kind of SNL, uh, you know, he dil- he still does look, you know, as good as he ever had. So... Mm. Um, you know, I guess that is true. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like the kind of the banana talk and the monkey noises it, to me, it just feels, yeah. I mean, maybe it is a comment on the, you know, the music industry and all that kind of thing, but to me, it's just like, I don't know. It just kind of feels really weird. Um, yeah, I can, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, it's weird, but it's also where you're looking at that weirdness from, <laughs> if I can make that argument, if that is valid at all. So I, for me, that it's weird, kind of inter, uh, uh, interjected, but it's also kind of 
Well, if when I think of Prince's and his reaction to things, maybe it's about the music industry. Maybe it's not about this relationship necessarily. Yeah, I well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I, I guess, I mean, I think at this point Prince was dating Andy Allo. Uh, so I don't know if, like, this, you know, again, we, we, we attempt to avoid any attempt at autobiography, but I don't know if this is a commentary on any previous relationship maybe she'd had with someone. And maybe that that was why why this came to mind for Prince, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like it, it just feels like the song takes a very slightly odd turn towards the end. But at the same time, like you know, uh, where else are you going to hear Prince doing kind of like a monkey impression in a song? <laughs> like uh, you know, it's like I wouldn't have, if I was going to pick out of all the songs that Prince was going to do a monkey impression in, I would never have guessed that it was a song called X's Face. Um, oh right you know it's it's like did he do backup for um oh the times uh jungle love maybe he didn't monkey maybe yeah no the i was gonna say yeah no it it probably sounds a little close to that doesn't it yeah um but i yeah i I mean here's the thing if this is segued into prince just quoting jungle love that would have made this song a perfect five out of five straight away uh (laughs) just to kind of go from that little kind of the monkey noise into just singing a single line of like you know jungle love um but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the whole banana thing at the end just gets a little bit weird for me. Um, I mean, I sure. I kind of enjoy the loop as it is. Uh, but like I say, I, I feel like the story has been told a number of times before. You know, Prince talking about a girl and, you know, kind of like, you know, broken hearts and stuff like that. It's like, OK, um, I'm sure we've heard him say broken hearts will mend like in a previous song. Uh, I guess, yeah. you know, 38 albums in, it's hard to kind of come up with a different way of saying this person broke up with this person. <laughs> so... Uh, but at the at the same time, I, you know, I do kind of enjoy, I enjoy that that the Prince is trying something different. Um, but at the same time, like aside from the monkey impression, I think this song is a little kind of forgettable. Uh, so I, yeah, it, it, I we kind of keep talking and dancing around how it sounds a little SoundCloud rap and that stuff that I I I couldn't tell you honestly any artist in that i like i know of them i know of the post malones i don't even know if he counts but i've i can't i've never really heard it but i kind of know what it is but it just kind of a lot of pop music just kind of flows through my head and doesn't really stick so even though i've listened to this a few times and in in the moment it is interesting it kind of has a slow groove his falsetto is really interesting and kind of fun that he he does and i think that's what uh make some of the song kind of work but at the same time it also is a little bit forgettable yeah i mean i would say for me probably not more than a three out of five um yeah same three out of five yeah and and, you know i i i mean i guess uh, i i mean like the probably the most well-known like soundcloud rap song probably out there is probably i love it by lil pump which is an awful song like it's just it's just terrible like I, i you know (laughs) like i remember the first time seeing a bit of it and i'm like this is just if this is where music is i feel like i'm just done with music um (laughs) you know i I don't need to listen to any more music ever again uh yeah if that's this is this is considered some kind of like high point then i feel like you know we've reached the bottom of the barrel uh, or you can sign up for Bandcamp and get barraged by emails every day. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, so I feel like it's, you know, a three out of five. Prince played this, obviously, yeah. you know, uh, at a couple of songs. You know, he, he kind of debuted the link to it at a gig that he played 
in 14th of March. Uh, but, it, you know, it's kind of telling that, you know, there, it, there was kind of like about a year where he was he had this song in his set, but it was only as part of like a sampler set. So it, it was, wasn't like he was playing the, the full thing. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, so, uh, you know, I, but then again, it's it's only it's, it, you know, it's under three minutes. So I guess it's not it's not that but I bad. I think it's probably made that way to kind of be thrown into like a medley or like a sampler set. So, yeah, if it feels like, you know, it, it might end up being just like a couple of verses and then, you know, he'll move on to another song or just one verse or something. Uh, it doesn't feel like a particularly kind of like I, I, I can't imagine people at a concert being excited to hear X's face start up, quite frankly. Um, uh, yeah. So I feel like we said about as much as anyone's ever going to say about X's face. So uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Elliot? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at E.H. Wallace. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you could email me, not sure why you would, and at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Elliot. Thank you very much. And otherwise, goodbye. It's June.